Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back to more John Chuckery. He's in the zone. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with you, John Chuckery Show. Live in the Kia Studios on this Tuesday evening. Halfway home with you here. 404 741 that is the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app, how you catch on the go. Social media at 9th in the game. I'm at JMCH316. He's at underscore Dylan Matthews. want to thank my guy, Ed Lover, man. That's been fun uh, these last couple of weeks. So really appreciate Ed hanging out with me here on these uh, last couple of Tuesdays. We got more uh, folks coming in, by the way, to, to hang out. Uh, we have what? Is it uh, next Tuesday and Wednesday, I believe? I know on – I. I just Tuesday. All right, so we got somebody else coming in next Tuesday. Can I spill the beans or should I wait? Huh. I think uh, let's spill it tomorrow. Okay. Actually, no. Do it now. We should do it now. Okay. We should do it now. Well, I'm, I'm going to spill them both. Okay, yeah. So I believe next Tuesday we got Vince Cellini. Correct. That's my guy all the way. Uh, a thousand percent. I am stoked. Um, I, I grew up with, I grew up watching Vince on TV. Okay. I mean, he was on WJW. He was the local sportscaster for the CBS affiliate. He was on after Dick Goddard would do weather would be Vince Cellini. And when I tell you his hair was as jet black as could be. And of course I will say, let uh, listen, I, it's nine o'clock on, on a Tuesday. He is the brother of my favorite sports radio personality in this town. His brother, Nick obviously works at the you know competitors and stuff. So we got Vince Cellini coming in. Next Tuesday. And then I also got word that on the 1st of November, I believe we're going to have Wes Blankenship that's going to sit in for a couple hours. So it used to be on 11 Alive, I believe. And he does Correct. does the Coffee Town stuff. Yeah. He does, oh gosh, who's that guy with ESPN that he does the podcast with? Oh, I have to look at that. Something Smith. Oh, Marty Smith. Marty Smith. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who Marty Smith is. Yeah, he does, he does like college football stuff. He does okay. NASCAR stuff. He does a lot. Okay, but Wes Blankenship, who used to be on 11 Live, I know he was a sportscaster for 11 Live, he's going to be in with us uh, coming up on the 1st of uh, November. So should be a lot of fun. Hey, uh, get continued reaction to the Falcons' win over the Niners with the Peachtree Football Podcast, hosted by Dukes and Bells producer Bo Morgan, my producer Dylan Matthews. They bring you along as they analyze what went right, what went wrong, Follow Peachtree Football on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcast from because, as Sean Thompson famously said, 
Nobody wants to just produce anymore. So if you if you want to know what my producer is doing, is he lining up guests? Is he doing this? Is he doing no? He's got his podcast. He's got it. No, it's all of the above. I'm doing all of the above. Okay, how'd that go? It went. You know, sometimes you strike out. You know, most of the time I get on. I at least get on base. A lot of times I hit home runs, hey, but listen, some but every now and again I get out. Here's the good news. I give you a grand slam every time I come on here for you. So That's right. I, I make it easy for you. But anyway, all right. Um, all right, let's talk about the Braves because this is my first chance to really react to this. I was in with Mike Bell on Friday. We were watching the Strider, and all that thing fell apart. Here's what I'll say. This is 2003 all over again. Now, if you need a history lesson, what had happened in 2003? 2003 is the last time the Braves won 100 games. 2003 was also the last time that they had a 20-game winner. The Braves that year had an offense that scored the most runs in modern era history. Okay, The only teams that scored more runs than the 2003 Braves were like the 1880 Boston Bean Eaters and the 1890 Boston Braves. Okay, so in the 20th and 21st century, the 2003 team, that was Javi Lopez with 43 homers and 100-plus RBI. That was Chipper in left because they brought Vinny Castilla in to play third. So Chipper moved to left, Andrew in center, Sheffield in right. Those guys hit over 100 homers combined and drove in over 400 runs. In fact, I think if you look it up, Sheffield was like 37 123 and hit 330 that year. Rafael Fercal scored 130 runs. Marcus Giles had 49 doubles that year. That was the cream of the crop. Now, what it also was is no Tom Glavin. Glavin was with the New York Mets that year. So the starting rotation was Greg Maddox, Mike Hampton, Russ Ortiz, Shane Reynolds, and I'm forgetting one guy. Can't remember. Oh, Horatio Ramirez, right? I think he was the other guy. Smoltzy was closing games out. But that's the last 20-game winner, last 100-win team in this, that, and the other. And what happened? They got in the divisional series against Pryor and Wood and the Cubs, and their offense got shut down completely. Their pitching was, meh, wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. Maddox was okay. But their starting pitching wasn't great. And Sheffield went, I think it was, I think Sheffield went, I think he went two for 14. Um, Chipper went like two for 15. Andrew went like one for 15. They didn't do anything in that series. And just to build upon your point, uh, Sheffield during the season, he had 39 home runs, 132 RBIs. Oh, and he hit like 330. Yeah, his batting average was, yeah, 330, right yeah. on the bat. Yeah, yeah. Some of us were alive and here in this town when that all took place and watched it up close. I was alive. Now, I just was too young to watch and true. understand baseball. But here's the most famous thing about that team. They lost a five-game series to the Cubs. Lost it in five games, by the way. They split the first four, and then the Cubs beat them in game five. The famous quote that I will remember until the day that I die was Leo Mazzoni 
in the offseason when asked and talking about it, well, you know, anything can happen in the short series. Anything can happen. Here was a team that was the most dominant team in Major League Baseball that year and fell on its face. A lot of similarities to this team as well. Now, I know the Dodgers won more games, and I know they won as many games as the Mets, but a 100-win team with their first 20-game winner that just offensively collapsed in the playoffs, uh, offensively. Michael Harris was 1-for-14. Austin Riley was 1-for-15. Dansby, 2-for-16. The only guys that really did anything, Ronnie was 5-for-15. Darno was outstanding. He was 6-for-16. Olsen was fine. He was 4-for-12, but he did knock a couple of home runs and drive in five runs. They're starting pitching. Are you ready? Morton, Freed, and Strider combined, combined pitched seven and two-thirds innings and had an ERA over 14. Not four, 14. Seven and two-thirds innings in three starts total. Not each guy going that long total. And I know Strider was hurt, but nothing went right. And by the way, I don't want to hear about that. All oh, the Philadelphia Phillies were, they were hot and, and this, that, and the other. They'd come off winning two games against the Cardinals. And I'm I'm want to look up something here right quick. They 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 beat the Cardinals. Dylan. The Phillies lost three of their last six and lost both games to end the regular season before they beat the Cardinals in the playoffs. So they they won two games against the Cardinals in a weekend series. How's that hot? They were two and two in their last four coming into the series. How's that hot? Don't give me this nonsense they were hot. You want a better one? Well, they had rust. Okay. Go back to last year. Max Freed had what? This year, Max Freed had, I think it was 10 or 11 days off in between his final start, you know, being sick, and then pitching in the playoffs, right? Somewhere in that 10 to 12 days. Ask me how many days off Max Freed had last year going into game two of that series against the Brewers. How many games did he have off? He had 10 days off. He had 10 days off from his final regular season start until he made that start in game two against the Brewers. Now ask me how he did in that game. How'd he do? Six innings, three hits, no runs, no walks, nine strikeouts. It's pretty darn good. Is that rust? That's not rusty. Okay, so I don't want to hear about rust. And here's why I'm getting aggravated. Because I don't want to hear a damn person tell me that this was a successful season. I don't want to hear. Because guess what this is turning into now? What's it turning into? It's turning into it's five division series. They did get their World Series, and that's been it. Everything else has been a flub. Everything else has been flubbed up. Well, you know, Chuckery, they've got all their guys back. They were going to have all their guys back if they won the World Series, too. They were going to have all their guys back if they won or lost. 
That didn't change. They don't have to go sign 10 guys in the offseason. Their core is locked up. But it's five division titles with flub your toes. St. Louis, that, that team is not that good. They're not that good. I don't think the Phillies are that good of a team. You were 14 games better than they were during the regular season. You beat them 11 out of 19 times. You had home field advantage in the series. You had your ace going in game one. They didn't. Who'd they pitch in game one? Ranger Suarez. Ranger Rick. (laughs) Rico Suave. (laughs) That's who you pitched in game one? Did they win game one, the Phillies? Yes. Yeah. And they won it pretty comfortably until Matt Olson's three-run homer in the bottom of the ninth. This is aggravating. That that whole we beat the Mets three times and won the division doesn't mean diddly squat. Doesn't mean this team is not measured on its regular season success. Not when you've won five straight divisions and been in the playoffs. Now it's about what do you do when you get in there. And I don't want to hear about guys hurt. I don't want to hear about rust. I don't want to hear about any of that stuff. Well, the Dodgers lost. I don't care about the Dodgers. That's a them problem. Let their sports talk radio people describe it. I'm talking about what goes on in my town. And that is they stunk it up. Your offense stunk. Your starting pitching stunk against a team that you know full well. You made them look like the 27 Yankees in that series. They look like the greatest team ever assembled who won 14 games less in the regular season and you beat them 11 out of 19 times. You were 11 and 8 against them in the regular season. And I think you scored, I think it was 88 runs in those in those 19 games that they scored. This was a disappointment and an unsuccessful season all the way through. I could give a damn less about beating the Mets three times now. I could give a damn less about beating the Mets out for the division. Because they did nothing more than what the Mets did. They got to another round of the playoffs than the Mets because they had a bye. But you got knocked right out of the box in it. Didn't even take it to an elimination game, did they? Didn't even get to a game five. The one game they won is because Kyle Wright was outstanding in that game. And your other three performances, 0-3 with a 14 ERA. Oh, yeah, and by the way, you could you know what the bottom of their order was, the 7-8-9 hitters that were so good this year? Three for 40. Three for 40. That's an 0-75 batting average. All of those guys that all year long were turning the table over as they moved guys up and down and stopped playing them and all this, their 7-8-9 hitters, which those three spots were so important during the regular season, went three for 40 in the series. Three for 40. They didn't run into a buzzsaw. They didn't run into a better team. They stunk. That's on the Braves. Ain't nothing about what Philadelphia is or did. You didn't pitch well. You didn't hit well. You didn't get any contributions from your key players. You didn't do anything to deserve to win that series. That's what's so aggravating about it.
It's 2003 all over again. When we get back, it'll be time for That's Life. We've got our top 10. Plus, there is a sequel coming out that I watched the teaser trailer for earlier today. It's up next. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios. Sports written after the game. Odyssey.com app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Back with you, the John Chuckery Show. 922, live in the Kia Studios. You know what time it is. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. 404-741-0929. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us when you're on the go. Social media is at 19 on the game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I am at JMCH316. He is at underscore Dylan Matthews. Don't forget, by the way, to 1040. We are doing Rankum tonight. It is a Tuesday. So we've got Rankum coming up at 1040. Hey, by the way, too, get at the heart of the NFL with the In the Huddle podcast. Uh, Jason Locke on four, Brian Baldinger, and Carl Dukes take you around the league. New episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Follow In the Huddle for free on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcast from. All right, Dylan, this came across my timeline. You just won a lifetime supply of any two of these cookies. Which two do you choose? So let me set it up. Uh-huh. You have the Pepperidge Farm Milano cookies, the Keebler Fudge Stripes, you've got Nutter Butters, Chips Ahoy Chewy, Mother's Circus Animal uh, Cookies, Nilla Wafers, the series of the, you know, the grandma mm-hmm. packets of cookies, Oof. Fig Newtons, and Oreos. You have to pick two. Which two did you go with? Okay, so let me get this straight. The grandmas, you get all four of those? I would assume yes, because that's the picture. That's easy. So I'm definitely going with the grandmas. I just had to clarify that. Okay. Because the peanut butter, I don't, I don't like oatmeal raisins. I don't like raisins. 
but you get the peanut butter, the double chocolate, and yes. the traditional chocolate chip. That's yes. easy. And then on top of that, give me the fudge stripes because fudge stripes are goated. You know, I had the same exact two as well. That's give me the, easy. Give me the grandmas and give me the fudge stripes. Grandmas are so good. They got we we got them downstairs, man. Every time they're downstairs, I gotta get some. Listen, if you only could pick two, would anybody pick fig newtons or nilla wafers? Heck no. As what or circus animals? Exactly. What, what circus? I've never heard of those. That's that. They're like a candy coated with the sprinkles and all that. They're yeah, miss me with that. Yeah, like nobody would take circus animals, fig newtons, or nilla wafers, would they? No. Like, I could, I could make a case for Milano for sure, or Oreos, okay, or Chips Ahoy. Yeah, but circus animals, fig newtons, nilla wafers. <laughs> Dead. No, 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 not a No, chance. thank you. Now, I love Nilla wafers in my banana pudding. Oh, yeah, for sure. Nilla wafers I'll, are good, I'll, but like out of the rest I'll, of these? A lifetime supply? I'm good. And I'm turning down fudge stripes and stuff? No. Heck no. no. Not, that's, that's not happening. So, all right. An original iPhone, sealed iPhone, uh, came up for auction. How much you think it uh, actually sold for? It, um, there was another one of these original iPhones in a sealed box that came up in August. Man. This this uh, one broke the record of the original one. How much you think an original sealed iPhone 1 is worth? 5000 $39,340. The one that sold in August sold for $35,414. This one sold for $39,340 for an original iPhone 1 in a sealed box. What are you doing? You can't even do anything on it for well, real. It's so obsolete. Okay, not only that, but if you open it up, it loses it's all, all of its value. value. You can't do anything with it but look at it in the box. Right. So it's in the sealed box. How much more Why? can something like that increase in value? It's forty grand. Like who's paying? Like to say you to, paid forty grand for what? To say here, to look say, at this box with right. this iPhone in it. Yeah. Don't open it though. Don't open it. Right. Look, here's an original iPhone in its box. Okay. How much did you spend? Forty grand? Huh? For Can what? You, will it drive you to the store? Exactly. What are you doing with that? Exactly. I, I mean, and the and one sold for thirty five thousand. Back in August. Who is spending this much money on these things? I mean, it's crazy. This came up with LCG auctions. Like you literally you you can't you can't do anything. The phone's no. so obsolete you can't download any apps or right. anything. Like you can't you literally can't do right. anything on it. I mean, is is You can turn it on. If you took it out of the box, which again, like you said, will lose its value. So if you did that, you lose all of its value, so it's worthless now. And then you can just turn it on and that's it. But what's the What's the idea? I mean, is somebody going to hang on to this and then in 10 years sell it? I mean, how much could it be worth? I hope in, so. How much could it be worth in 10 years? If uh, you're trying to make money off this thing, that's the only play. You you hope you can flip it yeah. in a few years? Yeah, because, again, you can't do anything with it. Nope. 40 grand for an original iPhone. How about that? All right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm probably about to get disappointed here. 
Have you seen the movie A Christmas Story? I actually have. Okay. Where the way the kid wants the BB gun and he gets it, and, right. the, and the, the, the kid, BB gun, yeah, and, and they, the kid and gets they, his tongue stuck to the pole. Yeah, and they obviously they play this on a loop on Christmas Eve into Christmas Day, right? On TBS, right? Right. Okay. So, you know, we just got Hocus Pocus two that came out. Yeah. Yep. Well, guess what? There is a sequel coming out to A Christmas Story, coming out. On November 17th on HBO Max. Do people watch HBO? I don't even know what that is. Oh, there are so many good shows on HBO Max. All right. So there is a sequel coming out, and I watched the trailer. or They had like a little one-minute teaser trailer. It does have Peter Billingsley, who played Ralphie. It also has, (laughs) um, yes, believe it or not, it also has um, it also has Zach Ward, who played Scott Farkas, the bully. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is now a police officer in this movie. Who would have thunk it? Um, R.D. Robb and Scotty Schwartz were the two friends of Ralphie. Okay. Scotty yep. Schwartz yep. was the one who had his tongue Tom. stuck on the pole. By the way, <laughs> they had you, to bring you, him back. you know he also was a porn star for a while, too. Was he the, really? Yes, he was. He wow. got into porn for a while. Both of them are back. And the guy who played, remember Ralphie's younger brother that was yeah. in the, he's uh, in it, too. Wow. Now, Darren McGavin is dead. So, yeah. again, he died a while back. But most everybody from the that at least is alive yeah. from the original is going to be in this. Now, wow. the teaser that they showed doesn't show you anything. All it is basically, I'll, I'll spoil it. The teaser when you watch it is just words, and then you see him smiling at the camera, and that's it. Oh, yeah, it's nothing. So I don't know what the story is going to be, um, but it, it will be featured November 17th on on HBO Max. Now, I will say this. That movie is my favorite Christmas movie. I love Elf and I love some others, but I love A Christmas Story. I think it is fantastic. I think it is a... It's a great movie. It is. And, you know, it was it was filmed in a couple different places. Part of it was Indiana. Um, but, like, when you see the Higby store, like, I grew up with Higby's and stuff like that. Like, I know those stores because those were in the Northeast and stuff like that. I, I love it, and I love the story of it. And I, it was a book, obviously. Yep. You know, Christmas story and all that. But so November seventeenth, if you have HBO Max, a Christmas story. Here's what they call it: a Christmas story, Christmas. Oh, okay. Is what it's called. Man, that talk about a movie that I thought would never ever get a sequel. Nope. Wow, nope. that's wild. I, I wouldn't have. Th- I would have never in a million years. Nope. Thought that movie would have gotten a sequel, or if it did get a sequel, it would have been done like a year or two after. Right, exactly. The original one, right? Exactly. So that did not happen. All right. In honor of the first iPhone selling for forty grand, tonight's top ten list: top ten devices slash gadgets that you can't live your life without. Dylan, the floor is yours. Okay. Does a car count? Yes. Okay. It's on my list as well. Okay. Obviously, you need a car because. In today's day and age, if you're trying to bike anywhere or walk anywhere, you know, some, some bad things might happen along the way or you might die along the yes. way. Um, yeah. So No, I, cars, a car is on my list because 
I, I couldn't I couldn't survive a yeah. day. I, I couldn't survive two days without a car. Exactly. So cars got to be on the list. Another one that I think has to be on the list, a refrigerator. You need a refrigerator. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the way we consume our food, I mean, you, you, you got to have a refrigerator. And we so, don't live in a very cold climate. No, not, not at all. <laughs> so you need a refrigerator. Although tomorrow morning it's supposed to be pretty chilly outside. It, it was cold. Like it was, it, got, it was like I was like, dang, it's already this cold. It was like five o'clock. You I know, was like, goodness. I, I say I'm, I'm still, I still sleep with the air conditioner on, even like right oh, now. Oh, me too. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've, you just I've, snuggle up under the covers, exactly. get warm, and yeah, yeah I, can, it's easy. I can throw another blanket on me if I need to. But exactly, I, I, I keep the air AC cranked right now. Yep. I'm like, I'm Same. like, I'm like seventy degrees right now with the AC. Same. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I get hot really easily. I do so, too. Yeah. I, I, I do too. I'm, I'm the same way. I'm with you. Okay. Uh, next, you need a good modem or router, you know, something to connect you to the Internet because okay. us humans are nothing without our without our interwebs. Okay. So you need a modem, you need a router, something, something of that inter, uh, thing to get you connected to the Internet. Okay. A television. Me personally, I need a television because, you know, I got to watch my sports. And I'll go insane and who knows what's going to happen to me if I can't watch sports. Okay. So you need a television to, you know, escape from it all and, and watch your shows and your sports. Hard drives. You need you need a hard drive to keep all your 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 precious Wait, information I, and work and stuff on. Does that tie into Scotty Schwartz being in porn or what? <laughs> um, oh no, it doesn't. Okay, something di- <laughs> no, talking not, about something different. I'm, I'm talking about okay. a hard drive you can put like oh, okay. files and stuff oh, on. Oh, okay. Not okay. not you can a hard your, drive you can like stick something in your file. Okay, all right, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> okay. Um, with that, you you uh, you plug a hard drive into this. You stick a hard drive uh, into stick a, it into what a computer or a stick laptop. It into, oh, okay, all right, <laughs> gotcha. So, you need a computer or a laptop to do a lot of things in in this world. So that's on my list. How about an ATM to access your money? Because you know, while a lot of things, you know. You can pay with credit cards. You still need cash every while, every once in a while. So yeah, I've gotten very. You know, it's funny. The more cash has gone away, the more cash centric I've been. Really? Yeah, like I'm I I use a lot more cash now. Like I, in the old days I always used cash cuz that's yeah. what we had. Right. Like, you know, as a when I was a teenager and before I got a bank account and all that, I, I shouldn't say a bank account, but a but an ATM like debit card, card yeah, yeah. And all I got that. you. Yeah. I and mean, I always use cash. Right. I mean, if we went to bars and stuff, I always use cash. Of course. Yeah. Um so yeah, ATM. But I'd have to go to the bank and write a checkout that said cash, and cash it. I mean, yeah, that's I what you know. had to do. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, because there was no there was no ATMs or debit cards. So an ATM is on my list as well. Another thing that all of us humans need, we need clocks because you know, without time, this would be a chaotic yeah, but you world. Got your phone and your laptop. I'm well. I'm. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I should hit you with a clock. <laughs> Moving on. One thing we definitely all really need, and I mean, this is technically on our phones too, but we need a, a calculator. We need a calculator. Yeah, that's on your phone, though. I mean, yeah. I'm, like, I'm not carrying her. I mean, like, a, I, I'll live without a calculator. I just use my phone real quick. That's true. That's what you got your phone for. Okay, well, number one is phone because literally we can't do anything no. out with our phones. Yeah. You so, literally can't, can't live. So, like, here's my list. I've got a car on my list as well. Uh-huh. I've got my cell phone as well. Right. Um, I've got my laptop. I have to have that. Yep. I have to have a microwave. I was just—I was saying, microwave has to be on the yeah, list. Micro, microwave is on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to have an air conditioner. Yes. Yep. I'm not going to survive without an air conditioner. I mean, you can use a fan. No, air <laughs> conditioner. <laughs> there ain't no substitute for AC. <laughs> ain't no sub. No fan in the world is going to keep you as cool as AC. AC. Um, I need my phone charger. 
Oh, that's a good one. I need my phone charger. Yep, because your phone is dead. Ain't no exactly. good. Um, I have to have a hair dryer because oh. I can't look the way that I look without, you know, having a hair dryer. It's a full-time job being beautiful, Dylan, and I have to work at it every day. So I have to have a hair dryer. Uh, more power to you. Um, these two kind of go together. I can't do without my grill pan. I have this grill pan from um, Ikea that uh-huh. I bought. It is so awesome. Like, it is, it's a life changer. I love my grill pan. I can do anything. I can cook anything with my grill pan. Okay. I, I, I cook all my meat and everything on it, and it's got the ridges, and it grills it up, and it's perfect. I nice. love it. It's like cast iron. Oh. You know, you, I don't really yeah. clean it too much. I just kind of scrape Strip it and it, brush yeah. it out and everything like right. that, but I love my grill pan. And then I have to have, I have these, like, I have like one of those, I don't know if they're Ginsu knives, but like the really sharp cutting oh, knife. Oh, yeah. Because I yeah. use that for everything. Uh-huh. So I, I have to have my, my kitchen knife. And then finally, I have to have my Keurig machine. I have to have my coffee. <laughs> I can't survive without my coffee. And I'm not going to Slar Schmucks and and spending eight dollars for a latte. Well, you can get a regular um, um regular like coffee pot, couldn't you? Yes, but so anything like that, Keurig. Okay. Mister Coffee. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. about this? I can't live without a Mister Coffee. There you go. Okay. I can't, <laughs> and I'm not going to Slar Slar Schmucks and. In buying coffees. What about Dunkin' Donuts? Okay, you know how much you know how much those coffees cost? Oh, at, at, at the ones yes. you make? No, no. How much uh, when you, Starbucks? You know how much you spend going to the store and buying all those coffees? How much? A latte. <laughs> when we get back, Bob Nightingale joined us earlier in the show. What he had to say as we wrap up some baseball conversation with him. Chuck in the Key Studios, Sports Radio to the Game, Odyssey.com app. That's what all the people say. Back to more John Chuckery. This party's gonna rock. Make sense! Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Back with your John Chuckery show. Ed Lover hanging out with me here. I am in the building. You gotta get at the heart of the NFL with the In the Huddle podcast. Brian Baldinger, Jason Lock on four, and Carl Dukes. Take you around the league, give you inside scoop on storylines that matter most. New episodes come out every Tuesday and Thursday. Follow In the Huddle for free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast from. Well, obviously, it was a much earlier exit for the Atlanta Braves than we had all anticipated mm-hmm. and hoped for. So, tough sledding uh, there. Let's head out to the waitfor.com hotline as we do on Tuesdays. We talk to our Odyssey MLB insider, Bob Nightingale. Uh, Odyssey, or sorry, insider calls are brought to you by driveway.com. Looking for a car? Go to driveway.com where you can get pre qualified, buy a car, and get it delivered. And as always, <clears throat> excuse me, you can follow Bob on his personal Twitter page at B Nightingale. And Bob, I'll start off by asking you this What was more disappointing? The, the, uh, I want to say Falcons, but the Braves offense or the Braves starting pitching in that series? And the stunning pitching, you know, I mean, got some bad breaks. I mean, Freed obviously wasn't quite healthy with, you know, the flu or whatever you had, and Strider after missing all that time just didn't come back. So, yeah, it was definitely the starting rotation because that was such a strength. Uh, offense comes and goes in the postseason. So, yeah, definitely starters. Uh, Bob, do you think pitching is something that the Braves will be looking to acquire next season? Well, I mean, he's got $20 million to Tony Morin. You know, you got Derek Hatch coming back. And, you know, Jacob DeGrom would love to go there, but I don't know if they would pay that kind of money. Uh, 
for him. You know, they could get another starter, uh, but it's not, it's not a necessity. It really isn't. You know, Bob, if – you know, I brought this up. If you if you go after DeGrom, somebody's got to go because right now, to your point, they brought Morton back. Obviously, Freed's going to get his arbitration. You've got Ian Anderson. You've got Mike Soroka. Uh, you got Kyle Wright. I mean, if you look at their rotation now, they've got all those guys back, and, you know, they'll buy out Oda Rizzi, but – you can't. You're not going to have eight guys in your starting rotation. Either somebody's got to go, or somebody just doesn't pitch. Yeah, I mean, you can't kind of stroke. Obviously, you know, who knows when he comes back. Uh, going to be a bonus if he does. Uh, yeah, I would think Degrom would make only sense if they hadn't signed Charlie Morton. So once they signed Morton, I don't, I don't, I think there's zero chance of a Degrom fitting in. This has been a really big disappointment for the Braves. What do you think it is about the Braves that they can't seem to move men around when they have people on base? I think in this case, I think I do think the layoff for them. I really do. And when we saw it happen, and their timing was off. I mean, you saw timing off all series. So one of those things, I'll blame that more on the layoff than anything else. Our Odyssey MLB insider Bob Nightingale joins us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. So Terry McGurk, uh, president for the Braves, talked about earlier this week that, you know, they were a top 10 payroll this week. He anticipates they could be a top five payroll even as early as next year. They are willing to spend money. They're making a crap ton between the battery and their team and everything else. So, you know, we kind of look at left field as one of those positions that, okay, where can we upgrade? I expect that they will sign Dansby. Do you think they get in the market for another big outfield bat in the offseason? I don't see a big bat. You know, Conforto, who knows how he is. He missed it last year, you know, with his shoulder injury. You know, he'd be a nice guy. You know, don't need Nemo because they already have a uh, Harrison center, so his strength is uh, center field. Uh, yeah, I, I would think there'd be enough outfielders out there, you know, that you can jump on someone depending, uh, you know, depending what happens. And, then, you know, not, that's not going to be an expensive thing, maybe a two-year deal, deal for somebody. But, yeah, I, I think they'll kind of a bargain basement shop on that. So if they have a lot of money to spend and they're willing to go up and become a top-five team as far as salary is concerned, where do you think they're going to spend the money? Well, I mean, you got to spend some money on shortstop no matter what. If you don't bring back Swanson, you got to get somebody, whether it's a Bogarts or, you know, if you, uh, if you really want to spend money, you know, spend money, go get Trey Turner. It's going to cost about $325, $350 million. Uh, he wants to come back east. Uh, a lot of people want to play in Atlanta, so does he. So if you really want to spend money, you grab Trey Turner. Do you think that they bring Jansen back as their closer again next year? I don't know. I, I would say no. It seems like with closers, you know, you, you, know, you get the uh, kid from the Angels, so you, you see him. I think with closers, it's tough to rely on year after year. So my gut tells me no on Jansen. Artisy MLB insider Bob Nightingale joining us here in the waitfor.com hotline. So when last we spoke, you know, obviously the Braves have been eliminated. The Dodgers have been eliminated. Um, the Yankees were trying to get eliminated today, but, <laughs> you know, they, they found a way to win uh, over my Guardians. <clears throat> Jeez. Um, you know, the Astros were playing an 18-inning scoreless game and all the crazy things that have gone on. Do we have any sort of better assessment of the playoffs thus far, or, you know, are we just, just kind of enjoying the run right now and we'll make more determinations as it goes along? 
Yeah, I think it's going to take time to see, you know, how much those layoffs hurt teams. Now, if the Astros have only played three games the last 13 days, if they get beat, then I say, you know what, I'll blame the layoff because the Astros are so much better than the Yankees uh, or anybody in the American League. So if, if they have a rough go, then I'll blame the layoff. When we look at this Phillies in San Diego series, and you brought up San Diego, and, and I like the team. I'm with you. I like I like what they've got uh, over there. How let, Let's start with this question. How disappointed do you think the networks are that you're not seeing Atlanta, you're not seeing the Dodgers, you're not seeing a rematch? You know, how disappointing is the idea of – forget the baseball aspect of it, the, from the TV aspect of it, San Diego and Philadelphia. Is, is there a disappointment – in that for the TV executives? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that the Yankees have been bounced out. We've been devastating for all the networks, so they got lucky there. But, yeah, I mean, it's a big blow when you get the, uh, you know, the Mets out and the Dodgers out, uh, definitely. And Atlanta's a big market. You know, Houston's a big market, too, but New York and L.A. Odyssey MLB insider Bob Nightingale joining us here on the WaitFord.com hotline. When we look at that series on the field, um, you brought this up. I've talked about it as well. I love that top three starters for for San Diego. And, look, Wheeler pitched outstanding the other day. Nola pitched outstanding the other day. But I really do like what Musgrove, you know, Darvish, Snell, I like what those guys bring. If where is the Padres' advantage in their pitching, in their lineup, where do you think their biggest advantages are in this series? Uh, we live pitching for sure and defense for sure. Uh, starters, you're right. I mean, three guys for uh, San Diego, uh, you know, are top notch. Wheeler and Nola are top notch. Uh, you know, Suarez has done well. But yeah, I would say the relief pitching with Hader in the back end at bullpen is a big difference. How do we look at this Astros and Yankees series? I mean, I think everybody figures now the Astros are the prohibitive favorite to win this whole thing, given really as much as everybody else who's been. Knocked around, and my partner Ed Lover over here no. is shaking his head because no, he I'm from he New York City. Yeah, he doesn't right. want to hear his Yankees no, getting knocked out. It's not going to happen. But I mean, how prohibitive now do the Astros become in winning this whole thing? Uh, massive favorites. You know, I was joking around before when someone asked my prediction, and they said, "What do you got?" I said, "Astros on three. I think it's a bit lopsided. <laughs> not helping me out yeah, here. Astros, Bob. I think Astros are a better team anyway. I mean, they proved it all season. Remember now, they played seven times." Yankees never wants to play once with a lead. Uh, I used to wow. think Astros are that, are that good, and I think this is the year of Dusty Baker who gets that World Series. So if the Astros win, <clears throat> what is, does that do anything to change their legacy? Because still a whole bunch of those guys there. I mean, Altuve is still hitting home runs you know, for this team. <laughs> does, it, does it change their legacy at all if they win it this year? Well, I mean, this, you know, remember those uh, the great Yankee teams from, uh, you know, 96 to 01. Uh, we're seeing a repeat of that. I mean, this is a mini dynasty that Astros have built. Uh, you know, people say they want about 2017. And they, they weren't the only team cheating. There were so many teams that are cheating. They just happen to have a whistleblower. Uh, and, and, you know, that's all. And, uh, but it shouldn't. I mean, people probably want to keep blaming. There's only two guys left in that team. Uh, position players, you know, from that 17 team. So, you know, like you said, I mean, Bregman's an outstanding player. Altuve's an outstanding player. You know, Guriel. So, no, it, it's, it, it should wake people up and say, you know what, 
Uh, this is one of the best teams we've seen in the last 20, 30 years. You know, Bob, I'm glad you brought that up because this was my issue the whole time. And, and I said this, and, and people, you know, fussed at me about it because I said the same thing. Anybody, we, we know now that the Astros weren't the only team cheating. Like, we know that they weren't on an island by themselves doing mm. something different than everybody else. There were a whole handful of teams that were doing crazy different things. It may not have been exactly the same among some teams, but there were all kinds of teams that were cheating and doing different things with video or this or that or what have you. You think that point is sort of lost in the discussion that the the Astros just, they got the most egregious catch and, like you said, a whistleblower that brought them out, but they were certainly not on an island by themselves doing things. No, there were a ton of teams doing stuff. I mean, you know, the Yankees got caught. The Red Sox got caught. The Dodgers didn't get caught, but they were right there too. There were all these teams that were cheating at the same time, but none of them, you know, squealed to the press what was going on. Uh, I mean, hey, you know, you can blame baseball for opening that door. You know, when they uh, had video rooms right, you know, outside the uh, outside the dugout there, and uh, you're allowed to have phones, everything else. So they did a poor job trying to police it. So let me ask you this question, because now now you got me thinking about some things. I think me personally, this is me personally saying this, I think Altuve is a Hall of Fame player. Do you think that do you think that the scandal knocks him down some, uh, or do you think he can overcome that, especially if they win this year? Do you think Altuve is a Hall of Fame player, and can he overcome the stigma of being a cheater? Because he is the face of that Astros cheating scandal, whether it's fair or not. Yeah, I mean, the the, uh, the unfair thing about it is that he wasn't part of the uh, cheating. He told them, do not show me signs. I don't want to see signs. Now, I've talked to a number of those Astro players. Hey, blame me, blame them. This guy didn't want signs. But you're right, because he's such a big star, he gets booed the most, and they'll, they'll be you know all over him in New York. Uh, you know, I wonder how that's going to affect. I think we'll see a better judge that this year. Carlos Beltran is on the Hall of Fame ballot more of a borderline type Hall of Famer, but I will see how much that hurts his thing. And I do believe that, uh, I believe that, do believe that will affect Altuve. I don't think it should, but I think it will. Do you, do you personally think he's a Hall of Fame player, Bob? Well, I do. He's certainly on the road. You know, if he stopped playing tomorrow, I would say no. Um, but the way he's doing, you know, do that for, you know, North three, four years. Absolutely. Bob Nightingale is our Odyssey MLB insider, and insider calls are brought to you by driveway.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. Looking for a car? Go to driveway.com and get pre qualified, buy a car, and get it delivered. As always, Bob, we appreciate it. Thanks so much for being a part of this postseason coverage. Um, we're not real happy in Atlanta, but you know we'll continue to watch, and we'll probably talk to you here as we get close to the World Series. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.